Welcome to the Isle of Misfit Rolls, a 5e D&D actual play podcast where a group of unlikely heroes attempt to save the world from darkness and try not to fuck it up along the way. Let's see how they do this week on the Isle of Misfit Rolls. PR lift up the little like ladder staircase thing, close the doors, and a moment later, you hear, yeah, and the, the uh, carriage starts to move. I'll have some cheese, cheeses, and I guess the charcuterie is getting shared around. If Jack feels nauseous, he's gonna throw up tally. <laughs> <laughs> it is an amazingly smooth ride. Like somehow, <laughs> this is a top of the line carriage, people. The shocks on this thing are incredible. They're chalk shocks. <laughs> Sweet, uh, I'm gonna sleep front and ask a bunch of questions. Lovely. <laughs> You're gonna get out of the cart mid travel and just yeah, I've, I've hover, I've, I've, al- I've, hover along the side. Oh, uh, okay. I just like. I can like Mission Impossible on my way out of the window. No way! I'm no, I'm like I'm like swinging out and climbing on top and rolling over as close as I can. Ask him how long till we get there. <laughs> Upon hearing something, he like turns, turns with his crossbow. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing, my dear? That is just not very ladylike." Oh, you'll survive. I just want to know more about this Buck family because apparently you know a lot about them and I don't. What do you want to know? Is it an old family or a new family? They're not familiar. <laughs> They're recently gone into power. Because of cheese. Well, the whole town revolves around it. So what did it revolve around before? If it wasn't cheese? It was cheese. It's always been cheese. Did you grow up in a barn? I just give him that flat look of like I am. I can stab you right now, if I wanted to. <laughs> Jack sticks his head in window and, and, and puts his. No, Jack grew up in mud hut. <laughs> it's like the town's is run by Lord Henry Bach. And they've always run this town. Who ran it before them? If they're a new family. Well, they're not that new. It's just they've also only recently been. As wealthy as they currently are. Before that, there was another family that ran the town, and Lord Henry was elected. And they just became, they came into money because of the election, or they came into money and then were surprisingly elected? The great cheese boom. (laughs) Cheese boom of 89, let's go. (laughs) The cheese boom of trumpet. He was elected. His family had some wealth. They were a small formagerie. And then once, uh... Ronald was wedded to Miss Brittany. She encouraged the family to invest more into their small cheese business. Now they are lords. Uh, what, who, who, how, what kind of person 
is uh, Lord Ronald exactly? To suddenly be buying a salt mine when they're a a cheese man? He just kind of feels. Well, you didn't hear it from me, but um, Lord Ronald isn't the smartest. It's that uh, that Brittany. She's she's a very a, one smart crumpet. Mm. She recommended that uh, Ronald invest the family money into in that mine. Hmm. And what was what was the dad's name or the the town? Henry. So Ronald Henry, is okay. Henry's son, correct? I'd yes. rather know these pleasantries before going in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lord Henry is is in charge, and um, while he's away, Ronald takes care of the business in the town. Oh, where is he off to? Lord Henry's currently in Carmel. You do know what Carmel is. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if Tavruk knows that, but Jake does. It's the capital, one of the capitals of Previa. Peria. Peria. Yeah. <laughs> what's he what's he doing in Kamal? I don't know. I'm a stagecoach driver. I think your man who considering drives a stagecoach might be familiar with the ledgers and you know, probably hears a rumor too every now and then. <laughs> You're not wrong, my dear. Um any any other children in the Bach family or just Ronald? Just Ronald spoiled the breath. Hmm? Spoiled brat noted. Don't write that down. I like hunched up on this thing with like, my, my notebook out, just like scribbling furiously as I actually do. Oh, <laughs> a little hat and a piece of paper, and it says like press. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. Give me my newsboy cap. Let's go. Um... You're doing the Rita Skeeter where you're just don't mind him. Hey, what's going on here? Got me a scoop. Um... <laughs> All right. All right then. Um, how much longer until we get to trumpet? It'll be another day and a half. Would you like us to stop and uh, make you dinner? I'll have to ask my friends. See what they think. Be careful. There's a window in here. If you need to talk to us. No, oh, that's okay. And I Let's go back to scaling the side of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thanked them for the time. I. Hop down the side of the cart from where I was. I literally assume I've just been sitting on the roof of it the whole time. Can I get a dexterity check? Ah, uh, shit. Don't fail me now. Dexterity or acrobatics? Can I do acrobatics? Yeah, I'll give you acrobatics. <laughs> Natural 20, doesn't matter. <laughs> so 28. You do this, like, wave and, like, go to fall off. Like, just fall. You fall. Cat grab and you swing and fly right through the door. And they're like, <gasps> and you look back, you're already in the door. You kind of give a wink and then you disappear into the cart. Into okay, the carriage. stay in the row. And I relay all of the information that I learned to my party. So unless no one has anything else they want to do or say, another couple hours will pass. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess, uh, during this time, can Dolly take a short rest? Yes. Yeah, you guys can have a short rest during this time. Okay. Short rest time. So, Yay! you feel the cart... The carriage pull over and come to a stop. You hear a couple clanks. You hear the doors open to the side. 
Feel free to stay in here and rest. If you need to stretch your legs, feel free. We're going to start a campfire. Have a little, you know, good teat. Chat. Get so. <clears throat> As you come, he gives you a wide berth. Okay. And he's just kind of like, okay, um, feel free to do what you want, but please do not stray very far from the carriage because it may be the dangerous. I kind of look to myself, like look around the group, look to Big Red, look to myself, look to to Ghost, look to Amos, the Amos, look to Tally. You, know, you 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 think there's something more dangerous than us out there? <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of looks. He goes, mm, "I'm too big and scary," and he just kind of walks away. <laughs> he goes and starts a little firing and Jack starts wandering off. Pierre's a piece of shit and I like him. Why do you always be so difficult? Yeah, yes he does. So he starts up a little pot, seeing him cooking and doing a couple things. Almost is gonna talk to the uh speak up to Pierre, be like, Hey uh, where do we sleep? This coach is big, but it's not got that much space. <laughs> that is what you think. They're going to stretch out like a fucking camper? That's right. God, it's a Harry what? Potter carriage. The booth turned into bed. Oh my god, baby. So he goes and yeah, they're like bench seats, and he pulls a little... And they slide out. They're like... Kind of like a futon. I was mistaken. Yes, and this is the backup carriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacques and Pierre are not inside the carriage, right? No. Is anyone else left in the carriage with me? Almas has stayed in the carriage the whole time. Hey, uh, Almas, uh... Think of, um... Think we could take this thing? I mean, <laughs> if they were going to give us a ride, I was definitely going to try to kill them and take it, but they gave us a ride, so... I mean, like, after we get to Trumpet, like, maybe on our mm. way out... Maybe on the way out for sure, because we don't know how strong these cheese guys are. You know what I'm saying? But if they, I mean, they're full of cheese. <laughs> they can't be. They're they're gonna get winded very quick. Their I think. daggers are just little cheese knives. <laughs> We're in the plains, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna cast pass without trace, and I'm gonna go hunting. Okay. Sally is furious that she can no longer chop. Just knows. He's up to no good. We just yeah. see a patch of darkness walk through the forest, and we go, I know that's you! Do, do we see little, like, little pieces of grass missing? No. Gone. Oh, he's gone, gone. Okay. Eventually, yeah, you start to... Plus ten stealth. Yeah. So you start to smell melted cheese and so very nice smells. So another ten minutes pass, and you come, and you hear, uh, dinner is served. Beer, I'll get be our guest. Self-service, do the test. Try the great stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me. Ask the dishes. They can sing. They can dance. After all, this is fun. Oh, man. It's a dinner. Sorry. Peria? <laughs> Peria? I don't. So you get I out. I don't know the song, but I like it. And you see a, a little <laughs> campfire with two pots. Hanging from a little A-frame. This is bugs. And shit. And you see stuck in the ground a bunch of sticks. And you see Is there a cup on... around? 
<laughs> There's a bunch in there, and there you see some cups with wine pre-poured around Does some Does one logs. of them have a chip or a crack in it? <laughs> Is there a clock? Not when you're rolling with a box. <laughs> okay. No, no chipped cups. So as you get closer to the fire, you see on the end of these sticks that are all stuck in the ground, some have pieces of bread on them, some have cured meats. And looking in the two pots, you see one is full of melted cheese, the other one is full of hot oil. Mm. Do you fondue? I do. Fondue for two, I guess in this I fondue for five. Indeed I fondue. <laughs> Wait, are there a lot of sticks? Yeah, Almas is going to look around because he has no idea what fondue is, so... Oh, it's, he's going to need some help. It's pretty cool. So you just... Molly's going to use her dagger to to dip stuff in fondue. Get it straight off her dagger. Well, th- everything's already preset on its own individual duck around the fire. <laughs> so you just pu- pull one out of the ground, dip it, cook it, dip it, eat it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Molly's going to town. Craft the station. Pierre and Jacques are just kind of sitting there. Staring up at the skies, doing the. Uh, you see them take out a little bit of uh, rolling tobacco, roll a little. Just have a. Uh, they're just having a small smoke and having their wine and their cheese. And can, can I try that? Oh, being our guest. Yes! <laughs> Sally <laughs> has never smoked before. She's gonna try. Give me a Constitution check. <laughs> That's an eight. Yeah. What's your Constitution? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> ten. Uh, ten. Ten. Still probably. You hack up a lung. Not that bad. You don't embarrass yourself, but you didn't look cool. <clears throat> <clears throat> You're pretty much the guards, the, uh, the the carriage riders are talking to themselves, amongst themselves. Do we actually hear it? Yeah, you hear one say mm-hmm. to the other one. Pour, he pours another big cold glass of wine for himself and tells the other one, you're on duty tonight. And he takes another sip of his wine. I'm going to say, we could help with that. We're used to sleeping in shifts anyway. <clears throat> no, 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 no. You, you get good night rest. Um, what are we gonna need it? You guys are the ones driving tomorrow, right? We take turns. We used we're just, to. We're just gonna chill in the back. The horses day. need a rest more than we do. Oh. Okay. You see, the horses are just eating some hay, just chilling. And so he finishes his wine, takes the last drag off of his little hand rolled cigarette, tosses it into the fire, and then he goes, okay. So he goes and he sits up in the driver's area there. And just rests his head on his chin, or his chin on his chest, and uh, starts taking a rest, and the other guy's just stoking the fire, keeping it going for you guys. Uh, Tali's gonna go sit by the fire and cast Control Flames on the fire, and uh, just little dancing shapes. Uh, almost. You got any plans for the next little bit? Uh, what do you need, buddy? Well... Depending on how confident I am in your abilities right now, it uh, seems like we got some time to kill. Dance and... off. 
Even even though I was <laughs> even though I was drunk, I think I might take you up on your offer. Ah, gonna get a tattoo, I see. <clears throat> yeah, do you think you can do it in this light? I'm not trying to have a bad tattoo because you can't fucking see. Oh no, I'm I'm really good at giving tattoos. Are you sure? Mm, can I look oh. at the can I look at the ones on confident in ability, Mike? Like are they well drawn? Are are his tattoos that he's done in himself like they're unlike anything you've seen. They're not really pictures. Though. They're kind of like hieroglyphs. But like the lines are straight. And like the... Yeah, from what you can see. Okay. Uh, Tally, can you give me a dexterity saving throw? Um, Did you control things yourself? Okay. Uh, 17, a dirty 20. You see a hand coming at you, trying to smack your hands. No, here's, what are you doing? You're going to burn the cheese. He's what? Right. He's right. causing the fire to dance around, moving around the pots and stuff like that. He's like, I made a beautiful fire, even the heat distribution. What are you doing? Oh. He goes over and stokes the fire a bit more. Did he actually hit me? No, he missed. You moved out of the way. Okay, because he was about to get fucked up, and I was going to take the carriage right off into the sunset. You would, you would not have <laughs> <been right. laughs> Hey, uh, Tally, I, I suggest, Tally, I suggest you just relax and enjoy the evening and don't start a fight with anybody. You know, cast suggestion. Yeah, you know? I was still trying to. <laughs> Fuck you. Like you're saving what? And I'm going to give her a seven <laughs> for my portent. <laughs> Auto fail. What does that mean? Auto fail. He used his, one of his morning rolls. Unless her bonus gets her above the, the DC. I don't know what the uh, saving throw is or anything. Does your but... wisdom get you from a seven to a six to a fifteen? No, a ten. That's only a plus eight. That's fine. He's a plus three. No, I don't know what the portion is. Tally, you feel very relaxed and very chill, and you're just. Oh, I'm gonna take my fire Probably over here. Jenny, but Jenny feels pissed off right now. <laughs> you just wisp one small flame <laughs> away from the fire, and you bring it over to the side, and you you make a little unicorn. And a little bird and a butterfly. And you see Jacques look over and kind of goes, hmm, pretty. Can I just go, like, walk off into the woods? With or without the fire? Without the fire. Okay. I checking. was only casting mild shapes, and this nut had to be a dick about it. So. You're not, no one's a dick when it comes to burnt cheese. <laughs> so you go off into. Go off into the woods. Yeah. And now let's go check on I'm Chuck. not going too far. Where has Chuck been to? He's gone hunting. Okay. Give me a survival check. Sweet. Uh, give me one second here. Uh, let's see. Survival bonus is... Plus six. Yeah, so that is a 21. What were you hunting for? Some sort of, some, uh, something of reasonable size. So, we're in a, it's a woods and plains. Yeah. Deer. At night. Yeah. Also, yeah, you see one. Okay. I quietly go up to it. Okay. Give me a stealth roll. That is a twenty-eight. It doesn't seem to notice you. And I kill it. Give me an attack with advantage. 
Dirty 20. Yeah, you easily take it out. Sweet. Nice clean kill. I. Is it a male or a doe? We'll say it's a doe. What time of year is it? It is early. It, it, no, it's early summer, yeah. Does it have young? I guess would be the next question. Not that you see around. I uh, check, check to ensure that it doesn't have uh, any dodos. It does not. Oh, thank goodness. All right, so he slings it over. He slings dead deer carcass over his shoulders and starts carrying it back to camp. Okay. So, Tally, as you're heading toward the woods, you hear something. Yeah, I just went about 10 feet in. Yeah, and you hear something coming towards you. I'm going to move. Uh... Wait, can I hide? Yeah. Try to hide? Okay, I'm going to yeah. try to hide. Give me a self check. Oh, fucking shit. Okay, well, it's a night of sevens for me. Uh, so, okay. 14. Okay, Jock, with your 16 passive perception, you see Goat Girl trying to hide in the bushes as you're returning. Oh. Oh, you really <laughs> had to do this, did you? <laughs> you see her from 10 feet into the woods near camp as you're walking back with the Deer slung over your shoulders. So, uh... You're just heading back to camp, or are you going to say, say something to her? You notice her. I notice her? Has she noticed me? Is she, is she She's like... staring at your direction. She doesn't look like she really... She's kind of, like, got some head movement. Turns to the side a little bit. She's trying... You can tell, like, her eyes are squinting in the little light, trying to decipher what's coming towards her. Okay, I cast Entangle. That is a dexterity saving throw? Uh, it is a... Strength saving here, throw. It is a strength saving throw, actually. Strength saving. Eight. It literally was on a natural 20 to a fucking eight. No! And then, so... Describe what happens. So, as she's crouched down in the among the bushes, all of a sudden, the uh, roots of the bushes start to... Like, without... At first, she doesn't notice, but then all of a sudden, she feels something on her legs, and the roots of the bushes have started to crawl their way up the uh, sides of her legs and are wrapping around them to cling her to the cling her in place. Paula, okay. am I still under any suggestion? You're under the suggestion to chill out. So I guess I just fucking Cedric Diggory shit and let it take me. <laughs> Alright, so. <laughs> proceeds to walk over to where goat girl is and like looks looks at her because she's she's caught up in the the roots this looks like chuck cost caught two prey tonight <laughs> it's like what are you what are you doing out in woods goat girl getting away from everyone why because they wouldn't let me have any fun. what sort of fun did goat girl want just creating pictures on the fire. Then almost told me to chill out, so I came out here. Figured I could just be by myself. I'm not a stranger to being alone. Chuck kind of shakes his head and like 
cancels the entanglement. Says, silly goat girl, you are never alone. If you just listen, you can hear the spirits. Says Jack. You are never alone. I think alone. I'd rather not do that. Why not? Spirit, the spirits always have something to say. Um, I mean, the last few spirits we've dealt with uh, haven't been so nice. And I'd, I'd rather just be alone with my thoughts and not try to listen for spirits that could maybe want to kill me. Jack kind of shakes his head. You a strange one. I don't think I'm the only one who's strange group. Yeah. It's like Jack is surrounded by strange smooth skins all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Jack. Me too. Alright, so he starts walking back to camp, carrying the deer. So is all misgiving this tattoo? Uh hell yeah, brother. I guess it'll be uh all we right. Start, what we started in the sub segments. <laughs> okay, I will almost let me have a Oh god, there's a roll for it? Of course. That's a, a performance check. Alright, let's see. Can I inspire him with the description of my tattoo? <laughs> feel really you might want to tell him like... what you want before. Yeah, what what oh yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna tell him. I was just waiting for that to that part. No one's asked me what I want. I just said I wanted. I said I wanted a tattoo, and now we're rolling. Okay, <laughs> Almost a little good. And be like, "Yeah, what are you looking for, man?" So I want, um, and I'm starting to like the armor my upper body. So I want it right here on my left uh, peck up here on my chest, right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I'm kind of edging towards the fire, so you can see the area. And um, I said I want uh, uh, two uh, axes that are uh, crossing with uh, fire behind them, and one of the axes, just one, has uh, blood down. I want that right right here, big enough to cover my peck and a hole in my left peck. Okay, that, that should be and, easy uh, enough. So as Jock sees you starting to disrobe, he goes, I did not know it was this kind of party. And he goes, you will fit, you, you will fit in quite well in Trump. And he walks off. I'll tell him, hey, we can party anytime, big buddy. Talking to uh, Jacques. Okay. So what kind of roll do you want me to make, Mike? Um, I would say dexterity, but that's... Yeah. <laughs> dexterity performance? I was going to say, give me a dex with proficiency. Dex with proficiency. So just so I'm not going to screw this up, I'm going to give <laughs> myself... I saw the future where I gave him a cool tattoo. I'll give myself the 12 plus 3 plus 2, so 17. Yeah, you guys a pretty good job. Uh, I do want to watch this, by the way, keeping an eye okay. on notes and stuff. And if anything, I want to basically keep an, eye, keeping an eye out to see if anything looks a little weird, considering all this is covered in yule magical tattoos. Yeah, a dude with no nose is tattooing a hobgoblin, and it gets pretty, this is pretty weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, he'll sit down for about an hour or so and get that tattoo done, and with a roll pretty pretty well, it seems. Yeah, yeah, tattoo goes all fine. Yeah. There, there you go, buddy. It's exactly as you imagined. I'm assuming. Yeah. 
when the night unless somebody else wants to do anything chalk i assume you're going to fillet and you're probably eating your deer well he goes back to the camp and he like tosses the deer, the deer down with a, a resounding thump on the ground and then he turns to uh flat face what you do to goat girl you upset her oh i didn't mean to i was trying to get her out of trouble i don't want to make these uh cheese guys mad you know what i'm saying it was just a calming spell it wasn't like I'm going to make you commit a murder and atrocity spell. Maybe you just don't cast spells in the party. Yeah, there's a big low guttural growl from uh, like Chuck at that point. Chuck, didn't you? I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know. I did not see you literally just cast a spell on her and then come back and him someone casting a spell on her. If I did, I would probably be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I, I assume we just didn't see it. Well, he was way back there. Right? And he, and he says, Do not cast mind tricks on friends. Ah, physical tricks are within their own possibility, I see. <laughs> ah, so friggin' lootly. <laughs> All right, just physical, not mental. Watch me bench press this dude. So Chuck is going to like leave the deer carcass there, and he's going to go back and retrieve Goat Girl. Alright, um, while they were doing their thing, I had taken something out of my pack, so I'm going to shuffle to put that away. Okay. I think All you right. know what it is. Yep. Chuck kind of like waddles up to her and says, you come back to camp now? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, you kind of just wipe an eye. You okay? Yeah, yeah. You, you just wrapped me in vines a while ago. I just never... My... Just allergies. Yeah, all this pollen. <clears throat> Chuck saw you hiding there. Last time uh, he, he got stabbed. <laughs> Ghost is impulsive that way. <laughs> I didn't know what was coming towards me. I couldn't... Like, I had just come from the fire, and I had made it brighter, and that's why uh, they got mad at me. Um, so my eyes were, like, still adjusting to the darkness, but I couldn't tell where. Does not... Uh, chat kind of shakes his head. Doesn't matter... Elmas or Flatface should not be using bad mojo on you. Agreed. But it's okay. I've dealt with worse, I think. So, I mean, just in the past few days, if you think about it. Yeah. All right, you so, come back yeah, to I'm camp. I'm gonna get up off the ground, and I'm gonna. Got lots of deer. Well, Chuck could eat it all. He'd feel sick tomorrow. <laughs> You you help Jack. Just ate lots of cheese. As you guys both get back to the camp, you see Pierre is just like kind of motioning to the group, like, "Are we done?" He's he's not even he's going to put out the fire. It's like Jack kind of flops down next to the deer and like "Mm." (laughs) shrugs. Are you just eating it raw? If I need to, yeah. He would definitely eat it raw. We would. would I I think he's gonna. This deer? He kind of looks over, he's like, appears like, uh, do you want me to fry some up? 
Chuck kind of like takes out a knife or his, his his dagger, cuts a like large like cuts off one of the legs, right? Okay. Actually, two of them, and just like hands them to the guy, and then he goes back to his carcass. The guy brings it over, takes a knife, cut. You see him just kind of take the skin off, and uh, he takes uh, some chunks. He cuts it into small chunks, puts a bunch of them on some of those little sticks, and then dips them in the burning hot oil for a little bit. Well, he just keeps doing that for a little bit. So, you guys eat, and uh, the night begins to get late. Anybody want to do anything before uh, the night comes to an end? Um, gotta pull out some of my, weapon, my pull out Jeremiah. Just you know, say a couple things over it. Take out, actually, take out my all my weapons one at a time and do it. Just take out, but you know, okay. short prayers, bedtime stories. Yep. It's like it. Chuck looks around the party. It's like. Anyone need shield? Um, I mean, like a, like a physical. He nods. Oh, um, I mean, I. What kind? Like, hide. He kind of looking at the deer, or what's <laughs> left of it. Just made of hide. And bone. Oh. I mean, I have a shield, but it's kind of just, uh, and I pull. My little kind of wooden, like just a circular, like buckler kind of thing. Mine's kind of boring. I mean, oh, it's like if you if you're gonna do something with it, I mean, then so I'll take a cool shield. Jack pulls out his uh, pulls out his dagger and starts going to work. He takes the uh, he takes the bones from the the four legs of the uh, the deer and creates like a diamond shaped pattern, and then starts using sinew to to bind them together. And then uses a, like a rib bone to like give it a brace in the center, and then he stretches hide across the repeat, and then adds some ungluents in that that he seems to be creating with some of the um, oval of the uh, of the deer. It's kind of it's kind of fucking metal, Chuck. I'm, this is this is all right. No, no metal used. Yeah, no metal used. Chuck make a shield. It's like it, it takes him about an hour to pull it off because he's using abstract his, metal. He's using his um his racial trait, cunning artisan. Mm-hmm. But uh, it allows me to make make allows me to make a shield. So as everyone does their things, as the night comes to a close, the uh, Jock will remind you. He goes, "Yes, feel uh, feel free to uh, sleep in the uh, the carriage." Thanks. Yeah. You sure you don't he, want at least one rotation? Night watch? No, no, no. No. We good. Are you are you good? Yes, we. And he goes and he sets up on uh No, not we, just you. <laughs> He's already walked away. He doesn't He doesn't speak the language. And then uh, morning comes, you hear some hustle and bustle. The campsite's been fully taken down. The fire's been put out. You see both drivers are now awake and ready to go. And uh, yeah, you see Pierre putting on a like a bit of a big hat that's going to cover his face. And you see him getting ready to settle in for a bit of a rest as during for the next leg of the ride. Continue to arrive the next day and a half, and uh, you have one more overnight. 
And then uh, the next day, around midday, you hear banging on the carriage. And she goes, oh, we'll be at Trumpet in uh, 20 minutes. As he opens his little window, then closes it, informing you that uh, you will soon be arriving. And he just kind of goes, okay, we'll be there soon. Closes his little window. He goes, opens it back up. He goes, if you want to take a look at the city as we go through, just open your windows. Closes his little window. Yeah, Holly's going to do that. Open the window nearest her. And so you pull open, like, the, the drapes on the windows, and you guys can all have a look. And, and then as you start approaching, you see the town of Trumpet. Nice. So... So Chuck is peering out one of the windows, but he's doing it very like coyly, and he's waiting until like he sees a bunch of children or like some uh, like a, some young women are gonna have you, and then then he'll pull back the curtain and like do a roar like a, a hiss or a growl at them to scare them. <laughs> and then, Sorry, sir. <laughs> Polly's gonna pull on him to get him to stop. <laughs> So you come into town via the uh, southwest entrance, and Jacques opens the door and just or his little window and says, "Okay, we're going into um, as we enter Trumpet, we'll be entering through what we call the mid-tier district. This is where the Kellers, this is where they make their cheese. It's not as good as our cheese, and you're going through. It's like modest family homes." The odd little shop. Pretty middle class. Traumatized children. <laughs> it's quite late at night, so there aren't too many children on the street. Oh, now I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you said the Kellers was the was the inferior cheese family? The mid-tier. This is, you're in like mi- middle class suburbia. Oh, it was mid-tier cheese family. The Kellers. Mid-tier. Though, right? So, as you're going through, you see a small fact. A, a, a mid-sized factory. It's quite nice. And then he goes, Oh, we're going to cut through the uh, town square. And as you go through, you see it's kind of like a market square. You can see a blacksmith, what looks to be a blacksmith, a tanner, you know, typical market-type establishments. And you look further to the east, and as you go through, you see things, once it gets beyond the market... It looks more of a slum, more of a lower end area. And Jacques is like, I would avoid that. They stink. Jack smells. Jack takes a sniff. Does it smell? That area that he's referring to, it does have an interesting smell to it. Now, is it a smell that Jack would find appealing? Or is it a smell that... Jack would find unappealing because he has different tastes than. Like, what are his thoughts of of stinky cheese and unwashed people? Well, unwashed people are easier to track down to eat. <laughs> so, so I guess Chuck likes that smell then. As we're passing through, <laughs> I'm gonna ask God: Do people make cheese here? Yes, yes, each each. Uh, area has its own cheese factory. That area over there is part of the Darlings area. They make this stinky oh, cheese. Chak wanna, Chak wanna know. He, he, he says to the guy, Chak wanna know what silly laws 
are here. Our laws are not silly. Yeah, Shaq kind of like does expressionless gaze. They they are standard laws. Where were you raised? A rainforest or something? Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Might have. You may want to keep an eye on this one while uh, while he is in town. Maybe not let him roam alone. So because we'll be approaching the uh, the gates to the nicer area where the box are. So as you go, it's like a you can see like a higher end gate. And as you approach, you see Jacques just signal to one to one of the guards. They nod and they open the gates and they just start bringing you through. As you go through this area, you see a nice boutique, another a very nice looking cheese factory. You can see a couple clothing stores. It's quite hoity-toity. So that, that factory we see is the box cheese factory? Yes. You see a nice inn. It looks like a pristine, beautiful temple is over there. Mm-hmm. You guess, ah, yes, that is the temple to Numash. Numash. Yes. Back in the market. <laughs> <laughs> Uncivilized. The, there was another temple in the main part of town to Lunis, if that interests you. Mm-hmm. So so where, can, where, where was that one? Uh, just in the market. In the Keller area. Mid-tier. Mm. So it's Temple of Numash? In upper tier. Yeah. Okay. In Lunis. And so is... The carriage continues and makes its way. It pulls out in front of this giant estate. Beautiful crescent driveway. All co- Now you've also noticed the streets are no longer dirtish. They're more like cobblestone now. It's The lawn is perfectly manicured. Torches are lit. It's quite nice. Hey, and- Chuck, I think this is where that chicken lives. Oh, chicken. I'm gonna say like like he laughing. peers out the window, seeing if he can see the giant chicken. <laughs> There's no giant chicken. He pulls. They pull in front. You feel the coach stop. You see Jacques and his associate jump down. And they go to open the doors, and it's like, "We are here. Please follow us. Follow closely, please." I'll get out. As he's looking at uh, Jacques. Chuck lumbers out of the uh, the coach, okay. and you see this like giant, beautiful, like almost like a plantation kind of thing. You see another smaller house not too far on the property. You can see a hedge maze on the side. It's quite beautiful. So he, Jacques, motions you all out of the carriage. Mm-hmm. So Tally comes out. Jacques comes out. Yeah, we leave. Okay, Tavrook comes out. I also leave. Okay. Almost will be going last. No problem. And as you come down, he says, just wait here. I will announce your arrival. As we're waiting outside, I'm going to go ahead and throw my uh, my mask on. Do we notice any guards or anything about? Not. You can see the odd servant. 
there were guards at the gate to get into this district. I, they just don't let anybody in. Jack starts wandering towards the hedge maze. Jack. I'm going to try to pull him. Yeah. What? On the collar. Wait. Wait. Aren't, you excited? Aren't you excited to meet the giant chicken? <laughs> yes, but uh, Chuck needs to hide to be ready Stay. to pounce on the giant chicken so he can Stay. get it. Hey, Chuck. Stay. Hey, Chuck. Stay. Wait. He plans on rewarding us with who knows what. So don't go wandering off. Yes, first we get the money, then... If he rewards us with cheese, Chuck is going to eat him. And then you hear the doors reopen. He goes, please, come into the seating area. So you enter. It's this pristine white grand foyer. And they bring you off to a room with uh, some chairs, a bench, a little coffee table. looks like a tea room. I don't think Polly's ever been invited into a place like this. I'm pretty sure none of you have. This is like high society kind of stuff. Yeah, Chalk will sit on the floor because they probably okay. don't have any chairs that can accommodate a giant tail. Polly's hmm. going to scope the place for value. There's a nice tea set sitting on the table. And there's some china, like some fancy dishes and stuff like that. There's some artwork on the walls. All the chairs are kind of puffy, like, and like velvety. Okay. She's not, yeah, she's not going to take anything right now, but she's definitely making note of valuables in the room. Okay. And then Pierre enters the room, opens the door, like, comes in. You see a butler walk in. He pours the tea leaves the kettle, and then heads back out. And then Pierre goes back on the other side of the door for another minute. And then returns and goes, I present to you Lord Ronald and Brittany Buck. And so Jack is really excited for a moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> now he's hearing there's two chickens. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so two, two rather pale-skinned individuals enter, a lady in her mid-twenties, and has... Quite large blonde hair and pink pink blush on her cheeks. She's wearing a beautiful blue dress with golden trim. And then there is Lord Ronald. He's in his early 30s, has short brown hair peeking out of a powdered white wig. And a hint of blush on his cheeks as well. He's wearing a large blue, blue crushed velvet jacket with gold trim. And is holding a very fancy walking cane. Now Jack is disappointed. He doesn't. Oh, do they look chickens. like? Does she look like Marie Antoinette, sort of? Like? Yeah, fashion? kind of. Okay. They have like the powdered. He has the powdered wig on, but she does have blonde hair, pale skin. Like she doesn't look like she's never done a day of manual labor in her life. Jack, Jack kind of tries to look around the the two the couple, <laughs> trying to see if the giant chicken is behind them. <laughs> I just lean over and I say. Um, sorry, the, the rumors of their poultriness seem to have been overblown. <laughs> hmm. So as they enter, they kind of look back at you. You almost look like he's taken back by your presence and kind of, hmm. So these are my heroes who have defeated the monsters in my mind. Kind of swings his cane around like a sword a bit. Uh, yes, and I'm going to, like, 
curtsy like I'm wearing a dress, even though I'm not. I'm just going to curtsy with my cloak. Okay. Lady Bach approaches and takes a seat on one of the couches just in front of you guys. Ah, you must be careless with this tail. And, Ronald, and then Ronald comes up. Oh, yes. And they both sit down and... There were bad guys. There was a lobster man and I killed him. Yes. It was really quite simple. We uh, entered the mine, uh, dispatched of lots of enemies, found a way out, and then we got your letter. I mean, it's kind of the long and short of it. Yeah. But how did you bring the monster to his knees? Did you run him through? And Lord Bach kind of pops up from his chair and takes like a fencing stance with his cane. I mean, it was a little bit of everything. Uh, there was I ate magic, him. there was arrows. <laughs> Chuck definitely I, bit him multiple I cut, times. I cut his head off. Yeah, there was lots of things happening uh, hmm. that, that led to the demise of the lobster man. Now, you just got Lord Bach kind of looks at you all and he's just like, hmm, you're going to need to rehearse this a bit better if you're going to tell it to all my party guests. Whoa. What? Excuse me? Yes, yes. We're going to have a party in your honor. What a coincidence. Uh, we uh, we have definitely somewhere else to be. Yeah, Jack's already... Jack starts getting up and brushing himself off. <laughs> As you guys say, like he kind of like steps between you guys in the door and goes, No, 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 no. You don't understand. You are my personal guests. We're going to have a marvelous party to thank you. Then after the party, I will give you your compensation. Jack didn't even want to come. <laughs> How do we know you're telling the truth? My darling, why would I lie? You're my heroes. Let me thank you, please. I almost to stand up. Well, what's, what's the compensation exactly? Hmm, nosy, nosy, nosy. As he says that he looks up to your face and realizes you really have a nosy, kind of stops himself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. A detail we oh. all forgot. Jack walks away from him and towards one of the windows. Are we on the first floor? Yes, all the windows are closed, though. And locked. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do so much to call it nosy when it pertains directly to us. We were and promised compensation. I doubt, I doubt you're in a great position to make demands of us right now. Considering you wouldn't have your mind if it wasn't people in this room right now. So let's quit with all this bah hubbub and let's just get down to it, okay? Ronald? Hmm. Uh, so Lord Bach. But we are friends. Well, I guess Ronald will do. Uh... He just kind of looks up to see him looking at a piece of parchment. He goes, ah, oh. Father Phineas wrote in his letter that you heroes looked um, rather peculiar. Yes, I think that's how he said it, right, right, darling? Ah, yes. Yeah, this is not what I was expecting at all, though. Hmm. And you see Lord Brittany. We weren't expecting a party. He goes, Ronald, darling, I have the greatest idea. He's, oh, ooh, honey, what is your idea? He goes, oh. Jack starts fiddling with the handles through the window. <laughs> he was not like this. She's just like, 
You see her eyes light up in excitement. She goes, a masquerade. And you see Lord Bok just like, a masquerade. Yes, perfect. There'll be costumes and masks. It'll be Trey Magnifique. Tally is a little excited, but trying not to show it to the rest of us. Yeah, man. We we kind of um we kind of already celebrated, so I mean it would be quite <laughs> weird. Oh, you know what uh, they we say? Also, we also have very important business to it. Your mind is not the only thing on our agenda, uh, Ronald. Oh, please, please! It, the party will be in a couple of days' time. Joey, enjoy couple the city. Days. Oh, I have to get your outfits tailored, don't I? You can't bring weirdness to the party. Yes, yes. Come, come. Pierre, Pierre. Yes. He comes back off from the other side of the door. He goes, everybody, um, animals. Yes, animals. What, 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 what are all your favorite animals? Um, honey badger. Very dead face. I just look at him and go, my favorite animal is a hobgoblin. They have a sense of humor, darling. (sighs) Maybe, maybe we'll we'll send the tailor to you tomorrow in the morning. Yes, rest. Have you all? Have you eaten, Pierre? Have you been feeding them? And he's like, "Yes, my lord." We are full of your cheese. Don't worry. (laughs) If you like that, you wait till we see what we have here. Is it more cheese? I feel like it's more cheese. More cheese. Mm. Do you have real food? Of course. <laughs> Do you want lamb, bull? <laughs> Coming from my dude's neck. <laughs> Is there real food in this place? So, the party will be in a few days. You must stay at my guest house. You have the run of it. You have your servants. Whatever you need, Pierre. You know Pierre already. Pierre, you're, you are... I know you were my personal, but for the for the next while these while my heroes are in town, I'd like you to assist them with whatever they need. Yes, I was about to ask if we're to stay days in this town that looks far too expensive for any of us to afford anything here. You know, how are we to buy anything? <laughs> buy anything. You are the personal guests. Of the box. Oh, this party will be so much fun. You know what they say, darling. Of course, honey. There ain't no party like a box party. Does this mean I can have anything I want? (laughs) Well, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what Pierre has at his disposal. So, yes, I'm sure you all need a bathroom being on adventures and in mines and monsters and... Ooh. Hey. Not you, my dear. You are quite interesting. But come, Pierre, please, take them to the guest house. So as, as soon as we've left the main house, Chak, like, starts turning and heading towards the gates. <laughs> okay. There are guards there, and he's like... Lord Bach informed us that this might happen. Um, please, the guest house is over there. You must be lost. No, Chak, Chak wanna go now. But you two have a party in a few days. Why would you leave? Chak want to go now. Sir, we please ask you to reconsider. No, 
Chack made up mine. Chack, go. The guy opens the gate and lets you go through? Alright. Chack starts wandering off. Before Chack goes too far, I'll yell at him. Um, I've got a fun idea if you want to get in on it. You can maybe leave later. I've got a fun thing that you would love, personally. Uh, Chack will send you message later. (laughs) So, Chalk heads off into the town in the middle of the night. And um, Pierre brings you all to this guest house. And it is a lovely two-story building, large white columns. He goes upstairs. You each have your own bedroom. Um, If you need it, we can draw you a bath. And they both have fancy soaps. Of course they'd have fancy soaps. I would like a bath, please. Okay. He just there's a couple Build servants sitting around. He just kind of goes a bath. Pierre. Some... Oh, yes. Sorry. Pierre, I would also like a bath, and I want you to bathe. <laughs> I just stare him in his eyes. <laughs> Not a problem. I'm fucking with you, Pierre. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think funny Pierre one. <laughs> funny one. Want to see if he do it. <laughs> and so he shows you all to your rooms. Anybody who wants a bath, they'll have one of these servants draw a bath for you. Yes, please. And so you all, he goes, if you need anything, let us know. I have a few more tasks to do before my night is done. And I will, uh, I will be back. I was, if not, I will see you in the morning if you no longer need anything. He goes, if you need me, Send a send word. I I will be in my in my uh, servants' quarters, and he heads out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and check us out at Misfit Rolls on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to send in your questions for a behind-the-scenes Q and A show, Miscast. Till next week, on the Isle of Misfit Rolls.